A new coach for the hapless Cleveland Browns, a big setback for Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder as the primary elections approach, and white lieutenants in the Cleveland Fire Department claim to be victims of discrimination. It's the Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Monday, January 13th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. Maybe number 10 will be the charm. The Browns have a new coach, their 10th in the modern era, and he is Kevin Stefanski, the former Vikings offensive coordinator. The Browns' chief strategy officer, Paul Podesta, wanted Stefanski last year, but then GM John Dorsey went with Freddie Kitchens instead. When the Browns' season collapsed in failure and lack of discipline, Kitchens and Dorsey were both shown the door. Enter Stefanski. Cleveland.com's Mary Kay Cabot says Stefanski was one of two finalists in a pool of eight candidates. The other finalist was 49ers defensive coordinator Robert Sella. Over the weekend, his team defeated Stefanski's in the playoffs. The Browns clearly were not looking at a single game before making their choice. The hope is that Stefanski, in embracing Podesta's statistical approach to building winning teams, will finally turn this team around. The Browns are the only team in the NFL to have no winning seasons in the past 10 years. In a blow to House Speaker Larry Householder, the Ohio Republican Party's state central committee on Friday declined to endorse some of his favored Ohio House candidates in the March 17th primary. And in one high-profile case, it instead backed a rival to ex-U.S. Representative Gene Schmidt, one of the Speaker's long-term allies. The state GOP also did not endorse Christina Hagan, the former state lawmaker looking to unseat Democratic U.S. Representative Tim Ryan in Ohio's 13th Congressional District. State GOP endorsements can give a big boost to a primary candidate's campaign, Not only can favored candidates tout their endorsement to Republican voters, but only endorsed candidates can get access to the state GOP's voter data, as well as get discounted rates on advertising mailers using the party's nonprofit postal account. The list submitted by the Ohio House GOP, which is controlled by Householder, included seven candidates running in contested primaries for open seats, But three of those candidates were taken off the final endorsement list. The Central Committee's changes came at least in part because of concerns that local Republican parties in those districts were not being listened to. The Cleveland Fire Department continues to grapple with race issues. A group of white lieutenants has sued the city, claiming the department engages in discrimination by favoring black candidates for promotion to captain. 24 lieutenants, all white, although two are of Hispanic heritage, filed the suit, which is in federal court in Cleveland. The suit says the 2017 captain's exam was filled with irregularities and deficiencies related to content, scoring, and more. As a result of that test, 57% of black candidates who took it were promoted, compared to 26% of the white candidates. Cleveland has been subject to several rulings questioning whether it has discriminated in fire department decisions. 
prosecutors running the long-running corruption probe into Cuyahoga County government say in a court filing that the county's indicted human resources chief, Douglas Dykes, helped carry out the December 11th firing of the county budget director in a form of witness intimidation and retaliation. The budget director had been cooperating with the investigation of the county and was one of the first people to warn County Executive Armin Budish about the crisis in the county jail. Prosecutors did not charge Dykes with anything new, however. They simply filed documents making their allegations. Bill Mason, the former longtime prosecutor and current county chief of staff, has said he alone made the decision to fire the budget director. Dykes went to the budget department on the day of the firing to inform the workers of the discharge, and that's what prosecutors have focused on. Mobile payment apps are becoming an everyday convenience for paying friends, but users aren't always aware where the banking information they give a financial app like Venmo is going. PNC Bank has made a priority of informing customers of the fraud potential. Cleveland.com's Emily Bamforth explains the dangers with the spread of data online, largely without user knowledge. In the case of Venmo, banking login credentials are sent to an aggregator called Plaid. Plaid is the connector between banks and the app, taking a user's information and using it to unlock the bank account. Plaid connects more than a quarter of the U.S. bank accounts to financial services apps. The company collects banking usernames and passwords, but also can scrape information like account balances, user device information, loan balances, and more. What they collect depends on what app you're using. The danger is if Plaid gets hacked, then hackers would have all of your information. I feel like Charlie Brown lining up to kick the football as Lucy holds it. But just maybe the new coach will be the difference maker and turn the Browns into a winner. For Browns fans, all we have is hope. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. <laughs>